Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of episode three of Pear Talks Prun, a prosperous universe podcast aimed at delivering you a little bit of fun, entertainment, and knowledge about the prosperous universe universe. So when we last left our heroes, we were talking about starting up a credit union inside the universe. And what would it look like if all of a sudden we decided to start a bank and how we could facilitate loans for other players with inside the game? Enjoy. You know, it, well, here's how we would do it, essentially, is what you would do. Okay, get ready, podcast. This is how you do it. Um, so what we would do, essentially, is, well, we would put up some of our own money, right, as uh, collateralized loans. And then what we would do is we'd loan this out to people on interest, right? Or people could invest there. And this is how the credit union component works. Like, this is how the credit union component works, is people invest in us, Right. Then we give them a promised interest rate on their investment. We take that money and invest it with other people and around and around and go. That's how you start a credit union. And that's how you make it happen. And the thing is, is like what you do essentially is you set your interest rates as such that you make a profit, right? That's that's how you do it. That's how you do it, podcast. <laughs> yeah, We're making it happen. It, it, <laughs> you heard it here first. You would think there would, there would be value in it. I, 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 did, I, probably would, I probably wouldn't recommend it to like really new players for not only because of the risk. No, no, no. You need, about risk it. Risk it for the biscuit. I don't know what Lex is telling you. <laughs> but but there are, well, that's an opinion, right? I, if, if I started in day one, I would I would take money. But, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I did actually offer a loan to another player who I felt, I looked at his econ- economics and I'm like, I could offer him a deal that would help me and help him. And he came back with the answer he wanted to do on his own. And I respect that. Uh, that's well, not yeah, well, me. Well, no, I'm we wouldn't be forcing people to take loans, but it'd be for those people that are like, I, I feel like there is players out there that like would really win, win their hearts and minds if the game was a bit quicker for them, right? If there was the opportunity for the game to be quicker, just slightly, right? Give them that option. You can take this slide instead of these slides, right? But like, because I think one of the biggest... And I do have a problem, well, I don't want to have a problem with people, but I do have kind of a problem with this philosophy that it's like, like, I don't want it because I would be tempted to want it, right? And I'm like, okay, like, it's like, I don't want loans because I'd be tempted to get a loan. I'm like, okay, well, it's not good logic. I'm I'm sorry. So what's your rate? Because like I said, I'm, I legitimately am looking for a loan. I'm, I'm not actually Well, joking. so what it would be essentially, right? So let's say that you... We're like, okay, I need a loan, right? And you're like, I need a loan at like a $50,000 loan. And you need to have like, so I've been thinking about how to collateralize. Like I've been thinking about, okay, how do I get collateral here? How do I do this? And essentially it would be through a referral process. So players in the game would refer you to me. And then, then we could set that up. And then as you build credit with the bank, essentially you get bigger and better interest rates and better and better loans, right? And so the first loan, as everybody would go, would be really bad. But as credit gets better over time, interest would get better. Um, and that's that's how it would go, essentially. And so yeah, then if I... you wanted to invest, if you wanted to invest in the bank, essentially, yeah, you would just put your money in like a savings account and there'd be a very small interest rate on it. But it'd be an interest rate rent nonetheless. And that's that's off the profits. That's like a dividend, essentially, off of, of the uh, investing that I'm doing. Other people. That makes sense. I mean, I've 
it is something I guess afterwards we could actually talk about because I because because I agree. Like my my basic view is so I'll give you an example. I've got a, a plan that makes about twelve thousand a day is is sort of the number, which is not the highest one, but it makes something that I would actually want. Well, it's obviously efficient for me to give six thousand of that a day, you know, pay some portion of that interest, some portion of that on paying capital down. And even if I'm even if I'm paying interest, who cares? I mean, I, that's twelve thousand I wasn't making before, and so it's it, the net gain to myself. Of course, I can pay interest. So th there's a lot of legitimate arguments for taking loans. I I get the whole I want to do it all myself, but I'll be honest. And nobody's to me, forcing people that want yeah. to do it all by themselves to do it. Okay, like because I'm kind of a, I'm a very like leadership like ENTJ type where I'm like, all right, we're gonna go down this path. This is how we're gonna do things, and. I knew that if we wanted to build ships, we would need like a rigid, a rigid company, like a very kind of like that we need strong people that can that follow orders and go here and here and here. But eventually I was like, you know what? Okay, never mind. We're not going to do it that way. We're not going to build that kind of corporation. We're going to build a corporation that's kind of like, okay, here's some here's some fence posts. Like here's some things that you can do if you want, because this is what we're trying to do. Or you can just chill, like hang around, like you don't have to do what we're doing. But I mean. Here's a plan if you're interested, right? I I accept that, and and to be honest, I, I do respect that viewpoint. When, like my one of my good friends is sort of stuck in a, I, I call it the liquidity trap. It's not really a liquidity trap, but it's I know it's, what you no, I know what you mean. He, he's stuck it, <laughs> and should, I'm like, we should well, make a YouTube video called the liquidity trap and talk all about that. And I'm like, what? What? He's, he doesn't want the money. He wants to do it on his own, and and I respect that. Now, to me, there's really no difference to me. Give me the money now or get the money later. It, same difference. I, I just, and I think a lot of that is that I think both of us have got sort of backgrounds, not in finance, but at least work with a lot of finance people. And so to me, all I'm really changing is time. If you give me a loan and I pay you back, I'm, I'm essentially just moving up something that would have taken me a month to get to. Well, exactly. And that's how the, that's how a credit union works, right? Everybody snowballs, right? You're, you're just multiplying time, right? So yeah, and that's the way I see it. Like the loan to me is is I'm going. I'm not. You know, I'm capable as a player of making a certain amount of money every week, and I don't have to do a whole lot to do that. So if you just take my output for that week and you just multiply it by a certain number of weeks, I've got a certain amount of money. So if you just give me that money now and I invest it and do something with it, all I did was just take however many weeks away. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, it builds the corporation, builds the company, builds the city we're going to build, right? So, you know, and like I said, I, it's not that I disrespect the other view, which is I fundamentally see it as I can already make money. I just, it's it's the more interesting thing to me is what am I going to do with it yeah. and how long is it going to take to do it? And so that's, you know, it, it's fair to ask what's my plan? Do I have a good plan? Have I thought it out? All legitimate questions. But the actual just here's a certain amount of money. This is why I wouldn't necessarily give it to a new player. I don't think they know what to do with it. Well, that's but why we have the referral system, right? Yeah. This wouldn't be... This wouldn't be like, hey, like, yeah, I'm a single, a single player. Like, no, this would be like you're attached to a corporation. Well, like, I, I would say, if you're attached to a corporation, or if you're attached to these two people, would they be able to collateralize your loan essentially? And, and you know, it is it is risk. That's that's why you pay interest of it. So there's a chance of default, and that's yeah, that that chance is actually very statistical, and there's a whole bunch of theory around it, but end of the day you pay you pay interest yeah it's not hard but the thing is is that this is one of those games where the interest 
it's not like you know taking a payday loan to pay for a birthday party or something that's just a really bad financial move. Maybe you do it for other reasons. <laughs> Maybe you do it for other reasons, but as a financial move, it's terrible, right? I feel like there's but, a past experience. <laughs> well, Alexis, I just I, Alexis I just, <laughs> I just I've seen too many people do it, right? Whereas it, borrowing just to spin it on stuff that doesn't produce anything is making yourself more in a hole. Right, but we're going to start a spinoff of this podcast yeah. called Lex's Past, a documentary <laughs> series all about uh, Lex's let's, let's go there. past. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's been an adventure, let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, the the thing is, is that borrowing to invest to make money is it's a good deal on both sides, right? And, and I think it's in America, you know, American particular people are so used to borrowing for a house, which they sort of understand, or a car, which they have to do. But not a, not enough people invest in businesses to understand that element, and a lot of people you borrow credit a, cards. Wow, you actually make a very good point. <laughs> and so, so if, if you're borrowing for credit cards, all you're doing is nine times out of ten, when you borrow credit cards, you're just decreasing your total amount of money, right? You're just you're front loaning it, and you lose it later. Whereas investing to create more, which is what you do in this game, well, that that pays for itself, and everybody benefits. So yeah. there's a natural that. It's just a very different thing than oh, I want to borrow money. Well, here's uh, another and, thing that as well is you talk, we we kind of mentioned it, but we both kind of, you know, deep downside knew exactly what each other was talking about. We never discussed this previous before this podcast, but like, like the term, the liquidity trap, right? We've kind of both knew what we're talking about. And, and Lex, can you just guide me through what is the liquidity trap? For those that don't know. I'm, I'm going to give you a terrible definition. So I'm going to let you do it so that I get it correct. And you okay. Can, I can play <laughs> off the <laughs> Little did he know. He did not know what it meant. Uh, no, I, no, I, no, I know no. for a fact I'm using the term wrong. Like there's a formal Oh, no, no, no. I think you're using it right. And I think, see, we didn't discuss this. <laughs> um, but I would say the liquidity trap really is that idea that it's like, uh, you know, your cost of goods sold and your your resources plus your fuel expense. So it's it's like it's like okay, I need 10, 10 of these goods for for two days of production. Okay, so I fly over there and then I bring it back and make a profit, but I can only afford two again and two again and you're making slow minor profits because you're burning up so much fuel right you're you're doing this fuel expense and that's that's where it's going sorry what yeah we're talking about the same thing yeah i i i think i'm like taking an economic term and horribly abusing it no i'd say that's a pretty good term to describe what we're talking about where it's like it's actually expensive in this game it's expensive to be poor it that's actually it and and that's you know it's like like a simple one. It's it's much more efficient for me if I can put thirty days of supplies in all of my bases because yeah. of the cost of moving the goods is cheaper, right? But I'm not sitting on enough spare cash just lying that's, around. That's kind of it. Yeah. 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 And, and and like I said, I, I as I get more, maybe the situation will change, and I have some plans. But uh, I would say it's really bad at the tier one level where the margins are weak. So. My biggest issue in terms of, of you, I, you've heard me talk about my biggest concern about the game design is the new player experience is Wait, not amazing. Tell, tell me but, more, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> but but the one element of the, t- the new player experience which adds to the pain is new players are going to be producing a lot of basic materials. Well, material, basic materials are heavy, hard to move a lot of them. They also don't sell for a lot. 
So you're paying high fuel costs and high production costs for marginal profits. That's not a great deal for a player. That's why we got to unionize. <laughs> exactly right. But but the the you know, the reality is is that it is one of those situations where if you start a start and it's not like Umbra is one of those. If you if you started as a hydrogen producer there, you can make money, but you're going to be making sort of a marginal. Unless you're basically, I think it's PG you could make, but the but if you make hydrogen as a primary, you're going to be shipping a heavy good. You got high shipping costs, even if you stay in system, and it's not that much cheaper to stay in system than move somewhere else. And you're going to be producing a good that doesn't, except for that weird moment where hydrogen went to like 190. It's back to a reasonable prices now. But you know, when it's sitting at 100, you'll make a profit, but you won't make a huge profit, and you're going to spend. Compared to someone who's moving a lot smaller goods at higher profits, it's just more efficient. And, and turning hydrogen into fuel and moving the fuel is cheaper on a per unit basis. You, you just It's one of those things that fuel sells for less, but you can move a lot of it and it has better margins for the same amount of stuff you move. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where, and then of course those higher tiers, if you're the right things, I'm not as familiar with the high tier items, but there's a few things I know about on the market that are real light and worth a lot of money. And it's like one of those things where you could ship a lot of those. Then the problem there is just you have, you better have a market maker. You're not going to be able to sell it. But well, and like you yeah. said already, the margins are so thin, right? They're just so freaking thin, and it's just like yeah, like you make six hundred bucks a day. It's like all right, you're going to be making six hundred bucks for like two weeks, kind of thing. And that's one of those things where you know either either we encourage players to co-look and just start over, which is a legitimate move in that situation, or we open up the loans to players that are experienced well, that are like, okay, you know. And that's kind of it, right? Is that's that's who we'd be looking for, right? Those people that are eager, but like that's that's it. Why I'd want the referral, right? That referral process or something, something that's like maybe length of time in the game, right? So instead of like these like one day players, like we'd be looking maybe for players that have stayed in the game for thirty days, right? Because thirty days is still extremely short, right? Like you, you definitely will need the loan in thirty days, kind of thing, right? So it's kind of like you know, those kind of prereqs will be part of it. But you're right. Those are typically who the loans are going to go towards, right? Because the veterans, they don't need big loans, right? So it's it's going to smaller players. And I hope that it'd be, it'd be really cool, actually. You know, it'd be really cool. And, you know, wink, wink, if any uh, investors are listening, um, if an investor did come on board and give us like that starting cash to maybe start what we're talking about, where it's sort of like a credit union system, um yeah i'd be willing to chat with them and and maybe make that happen for sure um yeah so no the liquidity trap it's a very interesting topic indeed and it's definitely one that's i would say controversial it's definitely got a lot of opinions to it a lot of kind of layers to it because it definitely is a complex one where it's sort of like all new players have to go through this army boot camp for like a few weeks (laughs) Before you actually get into some fun fun things, right? Which is unfortunate. It's, it's the single most frustrating thing about this game is there's this beautiful, wonderful game with really interesting things to it. And it's like the game designers just basically said, let's make it so miserable for the starting players that only the really devoted players will even continue. 
and we'll just lose half our player base. <laughs> and, and like it, it's like it, this, this doesn't obviously it is good to have a game with patient players in a game that requires it. So yeah. I like, get that. Well, and I mean, but, like the weird thing too is like uh, not the weird thing. Um, I, I don't want to call it weird, but like the interesting thing. Let's go that direction. That I found is that a lot of there's not a lot of younger players. Like a lot of the people that I've met are like older than me, kind of thing. Which is kind of weird to some degree. I'm like, am I just like one of the young, weird, patient people? I guess. I, I age. Well, you know, there, there's some age issues there, right? It's just I've gotten more patient as I've gotten older. That's just reality. It, for whatever reason, things just change the way you see the world. I, I, I we could theorize all day and all night, but I have, I'm more patient now than I was 20 years ago, and. You know, I see that in the fact that I can go back and play games that I gave up because they were too hard or too difficult or got frustrated. Then I'll go back <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll play and I'll finish. It's it's it's, it's not such a yeah, big deal yeah. anymore to do that, right? Yeah. And so I think there's going to be some bias there. It's a thinking game. It, the, there's no, you know, I, I was never great at first-person shooters, but I'm absolutely awful now, right? Well, so skills change over time. And like you're a smart guy. Good. Like, that's the other thing, too. Like, you know, I'll just say it for everybody listening. Lex is a smart guy. And, you know, it, like, this game attracts really smart people. Like, I've been, I've met, like, some really talented people that are just, like, nonchalantly telling me these things. Like, and I, I feel like I actually don't fit in sometimes. Or I'm like, yeah, I'm nerdy, but, like, I'm more musically nerdy. Like, I, I play a lot of music. Uh, like, and so, like, I'm in marketing, so I'm, like, gifted with, like, you know, digital marketing talents and things like that. But like, I'm not like coding nerdy. Right. And then all these other people are like into this and I'm like, cool beans. Let's make this happen. <laughs> it's interesting is, is you've played Factorio though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I so, have, I mean, yeah, I have yeah. So this, this kind of, you know, I think it attracts maybe different personalities and in your, definitely one of the most outgoing of the people that i've i've seen in the game and you could talk about that in the corporation segment but yeah this this game is very much a spreadsheet you know study think talk you know it, it's it rewards all of those things and it rewards patience and the ability to wait a week to see something happen which yeah. not not everybody is yeah. going to appreciate so i complain about the new player experience like you're a new player and you start the game and you're, you have an interface that is literally an SAP interface. If you ever used SAP, it just so reminds me of it. I had to spend a period of my life coding in that. Well, and, and here's the yeah. thing, though. Let's go with this direction, right? So you get into this game, right? Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's take it. All let's right. go where we're going. And, like, so you get into this game, and you're, like, go to the Discord. Like, here's the thing. If you're not playing this game without the Discord, like, you need to have one and the same. It's it's You have to have both. Uh, this game is not played. There's no, like, you can't play just on the game. You have to play on Discord as well. Uh, it's like a must. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was um, you go into the Discord, and it's like all these, like, Discord other channels, right? There's, like, community tools, and there's the the faction Discord, right? And, and that's kind of it. But what if there was another Discord that I was like, yeah, this is, like, a financial institution. That's, like, you can actually, one of the starts... The starts, in air quotes, that we offer to players is take out a loan and, like, speed up. Like, speed the speed your startup. What if, Lex? It, I like the idea. Obviously, the, the, the 
bored player quits in five minutes. But yeah, I, I no, definitely... we would have those. We would have those things in place. Like we wouldn't be like, "Hey, first day on the jet lane, <laughs> here you go, five hundred thousand, let her rip." <laughs> but there, there are some there are some natural things to do, right? Just even with the start, a few so. Like something I think a lot of new players won't know to do. One <laughs> of the things I recommend out, a new get player. Get them to fill out a form every single day for 30 days, just like a yeah. paperwork. <laughs> like, this is your trial. <laughs> yeah. So, like, take, take your ship to the CX and sell all your fuel, right? Just get as much money as you can. Or do your idea, right? So, but yeah. I, That's def- what we require them to do. <laughs> 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 You do realize that by getting everybody to arbitrage, <laughs> they, they take away the opportunity. <laughs> Just straight up. Just straight up. Yeah. Uh, you gotta sell your fuel. <laughs> Just give us money. It's our chance. It's our trip. <laughs> that, that tells me this is the part that's not gonna make the edit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, so. <laughs> so yeah, it's <your> idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so your idea. Oh, no, I, is it, that our incentive like, package? I guess. Hey, you know, it's one of. But the thing is, right? Is but you've, you've. I'm joking a little bit, but like when a player first starts. What you really need to do is get as much capital as you can. You need them even, weirdly enough, like the very first couple of weeks, the ships are great, but you just need capital. Like you really need capital. So one of the things to do, and this is one of the things I did, was take your ship to the CX and sell all your fuel. You, you only need one. And take that money and invest it in growth, right? Because the returns on growth, if you do it right, now, obviously, if you get in these liquidity traps, you're screwed, which is a whole separate issue. But if you find a good market or you understand fundamentally what you're doing, the, the start they give you isn't quite good enough, in my opinion. Like They, they had an idea of what you would be building, but you, you, a lot of cases, you shouldn't actually do what they, they suggested. And so, like, I started out with two refineries and just didn't even build the collectors and extractors. And then I took as much money and took a third one. And, that, and at the time, that made a lot of sense. So I had, like, three refineries started up, like, immediately. And so the, the value, you hit on a key thing, which is the value of the money at the beginning is the marginal value is really high to a player when they first start. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But, like, it's, you're saying, when we're saying new player, like, I'm, I don't even think of a new player as a new player until, like, 30 days happen. Then, then you're a new player. Like anybody well, yeah. that's like can't stick around for like thirty days is like, yeah, you're not a new player. You know what I mean? No, I I definitely agree with you. If it, using that definition, and yeah, I would definitely say that people that are thirty days in have had the time to to learn and figure out things. That they're in the that's a situation where the loans really pay off, right? Because well, and those are the players what, we'd want to talk to because they've clicked yeah. a few times. Right, they've clicked a few times probably by now. Uh, and they've got a lay of the land. They know what they want. They might have some sort of marginal idea of a plan, right? You know and what you just said? You know the scariest on. thing? The biggest thing you just said? They've probably started over a couple of times. The fact that you even say that tells you the problem. It just to be clear. Like, people yeah. shouldn't have to start over. The, like, it should, it should not be a situation where a beginning player's best strategy is start the game, screw it up, and start over immediately. 
Like, but that's what, but you, you've had that on the point, which is the reality is I think for most players about a weekend, your best thing is start over. You, you didn't know what you were supposed to do that first week. You really don't. And you probably made a bad, you, you probably made a few bad decisions, which is, you know, fine. It's, we all learn, right? That, but yeah, it, it is, it, in a sense, you know, once people get to a certain point and, and those loans, I think are a big part of this, then they can go make their own mistakes. And that's half the fun. Like if you screw up six months in, that's on you, buddy. I'm sorry. Go figure it out, right? But you know, beginners are going to make mistakes because they yeah. don't know things. It's just normal, right? But they're going to formulate a plan as well, right? I think that's the other thing is like these loans won't be given out. It's like, hey, I'm looking for two hundred thousand. Okay, like, and here's my two referrals. It's like, no, it's like, look for two hundred thousand. This is my plan, right? This is what I'm executing on. And it's like that, and we'll take the validity into account, right? Like, how valid of a plan is it, right? The interesting thing is, is that that carries value to the person giving the loan in and of itself. Oh, 100 percent, it does. So, yeah, yeah, just just the knowledge of the other ideas. You know, you, we we talk about corporations, and I know time may be an issue, but you know, we talk about corporations. One of the things you get out of corporations is that knowledge of what to do. That as a beginning player, you just don't know, and then as you discover other people's good ideas, and that's the, the tremendous value of corporation. It's like all of a sudden, I, I think somebody showed a design the other day I'd never even considered. And it was like, oh, maybe I need to really seriously look at this as a business. And I'm trying to decide if I if I even want to do it. Like maybe two people doing it's the wrong idea, right? But but it just looked really good. Yeah. And you know, so so that that whole you come in, you share a plan, you agree with that person. You maybe if they want some advice, you give it to them. If they don't, they're not going to take it anyway. So what are you going to do? And then um, if the plan's decent and need the money, you give it to them. I I, I think that would help a lot of people particularly since the large amounts of money that aren't being used is wasteful. Because I think one of the things that, that I would say I see in the game is, is the depth of the tier three and above is so weak that it would be beautiful yeah. to see the game get to the there. point to get more players so that we can have a vibrant tier three and above yep. type of market. 100%, dude. That would, that would, be, that would be exciting. Think of it right like a now, forest, like a forest, right? We're growing the trees higher, right? And, and, you know, there's a lot of cost to, to creating the infrastructure for those things, more than any one player can do. 100%. But the, but the lack of the fact that so many players, I think, just you, – you've got – I don't know how many really rich players are, but I'm sure there's probably a couple hundred, maybe three, four hundred on high end, maybe maybe less, right? Uh, just really long-term players that have really built it up. But that's not – there's just not a lot of depth, particularly in the in the markets. I'm sure that there's some private, you know, groups that have figured some things out but just the overall market as a whole go to half these products and you can't find buyers and sellers for large portions of them and yeah that's that given the complex chain which really is a beautiful thing having more depth at that level and so getting players into that level and giving them the capacity to do that quicker and really participate in those kind of markets would really improve the game in really strong ways i mean I'm, oh, no, as much as much as you hear me talk about the the new player experience, the real <coughs> real thing is is the problem with the new player experience isn't the new player experience. It's losing the players before they participate in all the things that make the game good. Yeah, that's that's the real regret. I, I can suffer through a bad starting experience on a personal level. It's but some bad. It's bad Steam reviews. It's lost opportunities. It's a smaller player base than you need to have. That's that's the real loss here, and that's the part that saddens me. The, yeah. the thing where I'm like, this game, 
there, I've not seen another game like it. No. And and so when yeah, you have something right. this unique and and this great opportunity, trying to just getting people to the point where they can stick around and stay and find the value in it is just worth everything. Like that that's that's the goal. I've been yeah, tempted actually to like write uh sort of like outsider trailer for the game almost to some degree being like yeah like this is why it's special like this is this is really why it's interesting for all those players that are like oh i'm not too sure why it's interesting or special it's like this is why like this is what you have to look forward to and and maybe it'll give some it'll be enlightening to some people being like yes this is what i'm pursuing all right this is the aspirational content we're we're pursuing after and then some other people will be like no okay that's not aspirational for me right so they don't feel that disappointment but yeah, and, and the thing is, if it's not your kind of game, there's a million other great games to play. I mean, we live in an era of so many wonderful independent games that you don't have to play games you don't like. But a game like this, which is better than most of the other games, you, you, you hear the complaints because I want a great game. But as a whole, this game has got things very few other games offer. The point is, is that when you have such a good game, and, and, and whatever criticisms may come off, they, they are really like... Yes, you failed to stick the landing, but everything in the middle is great. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, dude, you just gotta, you gotta improve this one part. We can, we can figure out the other stuff later. You know, I, I'm well, not even working on the videos, right? That's yeah. that'll be definitely one big component. And I'm know. not, you know, I, I'm not an ex. Oh, that sounds great. And I'm not an expert at the late game. I've, I've heard it gets a little overwhelming. Maybe we could have some conversations when we're stick when that when that's our problem. We can we can discuss it, right? Well, and that's why I want to go be the governor on Katoa right now. Is I don't know if you saw that that I've kind of uh, put my hat in the ring for Katoa. It's because like I, I definitely want to get that governorship like experience, like using a big planet like that. And I, you know what, I, and I've made this very clear to everybody that if I do become the governor of Katoa, that I'll be probably raising taxes to the point where it's no longer at like a loss. Like we're actually making some profitable dividends off this. Well, and you know, I, I'd be a little careful about that, but there's still, that that's, that's one of those things you'll have to learn doing it. Right. It is I, the reality is, is there's almost no better planet I've seen in the game. That's for a not super wealthy, super powerful player to build fuel. You're just not yeah. going to find one. And well, so, you might, and if you're concerned about like the fact that like I'll become governor, you're like, oh wow, like I thought Perra was gonna go over and govern, you know, our planet or, or like or, you know wherever we our plunk planet. our HQ. I'll give that over to somebody else, right? Like the idea, and I think you said this, you said this <laughs> earlier on in the podcast that you know I'm really outgoing and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I am for sure. But I mean, I think there's a lot of people that given the opportunity to be like, hey, we're looking for this position in in the corporation, like we're looking for this or that, that they'd probably step up. Right. So I can, I can definitely see given your, the way that you approach this game, that, that you would be, you know, governor, I hope maybe Kato was it, but you wouldn't, you, that would be a good step for you. Uh, probably, you know, that's not one for me, but that's one that I think makes sense for someone like yourself with your personality. But, but and that would be good. Too, for the game. Well, and the big thing too, though, is like, so let's say that, come down the road, Lex, that I put you, so we're like, okay, so we have a governorship position up at Nascent, right? So then I would put you there, right? So you'd govern the planets and all this jazz, but I'd have like a wealth of knowledge already ready for you, right? And probably, I'm probably going to work on some videos about it as well, right? But that, that'll give you like a wealth of knowledge to be like, okay, so, you know, this is, 
This is how you run the planet. <laughs> and that's, that's, I totally get your goal there, right? It's to develop the knowledge to understand those phases. Because I, you know, one of the things that I will say has been <laughs> about being part of the corporation has been that we've gone through multiple iterations as our knowledge and understanding of problems has <laughs> increased. Uh, and, and the, Is the that right, Lex? Tell, tell me more well, about the change well, in but, the corporation. <laughs> but, but that's actually been, honestly, probably the the most interesting thing is that at no point have we been so stuck on a plan that it's just we're going to follow a bad plan <laughs> even if we don't like it. You know, you, you even named a planet after you know the corporation, and we're probably not even going to use it for the primary <laughs> purpose. <laughs> Lex, and, and, Lex, I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I have, I do have actually plans for it. I, I've actually given some I, thought. I think it's a good production planet. Yeah. It's a Goldilocks yeah. planet. Uh, that's it's still got value to it being a Goldilocks planet with I think silicone on it. So I think it's got aluminum. It's it's or aluminum. It, oh yeah, it, it though it's slightly better on aluminum than uh, Demos, but it doesn't have the other components to do on-site production. Yeah, for those that so, are listening to the podcast, uh, I bought the planet pack so that I could name a planet. And so uh, we had these, we had this grand plan <laughs> to <laughs> best laid plans. We had this massive plan to build this production chain to, to provide to, um, this planet. And so I was like, "Oh, beauties!" <laughs> so we named I, it. So I named it Nascent. And then Lex comes to me, and he's like, "Hey, Pear, I got this. I got this idea." for like this really efficient way to build FIM on Harmonia. And I look and I'm like, yep, <laughs> like that's better. It definitely is better. So then we changed the plan and then we're like, okay, we're one planet short. Uh, we'll just go to nascent nonetheless. And then Compound comes to me and he's like, oh, I actually know the governor of Malahat and I want to go set up there and they might be, I think they have room for us. And sure enough, I got in touch with them and they were like, yeah, so... Essentially, we scrapped, <laughs> we scrapped the plan, <laughs> and then go and went to set up in uh, Malahat. Yeah, I, I, I felt welcome so to the corporation. <laughs> and the, yeah, this is where Compound has obviously got a lot more you know, knowledge and experience in the game. Figured Seems out Malahat. I, yeah, I think we were, we were. I've so never I felt asked bad. how long he's played this game. <laughs> I've you know, it's what, it's, it's got to be a while because he's producing big, expensive stuff. He's way better ahead of us in terms of that. Yeah. So it, it's his production cycles are much heavier than ours, but it, it I, I really did. So he was the one that suggested Malhat. I think I said suggested we should go find a planet, and I felt terrible because I when I said it, I'm like, well, this is great. He's he's paid for a planet, like he's he's named it. It's all there to be oh, our base. Oh, and I'm proposing I like, not. I using... didn't care. I honestly didn't care. I was like, whatever. This would be so funny. Eventually, we'll use it down the line. Or yeah. At least it's in the game because eventually, I don't know if you knew this, but the planets do shift and change when they reset the universe. Yeah. I did not know that. How often did they reset? I, I assume there's uh, they there. reset like every expansion. So I think the last one was um, Huber Space, Huber and Antares Space. I think that was the new expansion. Hmm. But. Well, um, I I, I like it as a base. Uh, hey, Goldilocks planets are rare. And, and well, that's actually... it. Yeah, that was kind of it. Was like what, like sixty Goldilocks planets in all the universe, or something like that. Like, yeah, it's it, one of those things that amount. carbon is not like the easiest and most valuable thing to make. 
but I think you can do it with hydroponic farms if you have to, right? But it's one of those things where there's just only so many planets that you can easily produce the food and, th and get things like carbon from. Now, I did look at the chains, and I think you can do hydroponics farms on non-fertile planets, but I've never actually tried to figure out. Like, I don't really know like what the... Yeah, I almost, I almost know you could. Yeah, I, well, somebody in the podcast is going like, to correct us probably, but I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. I trust. Uh, I trust. It's an the podcast's player. opinion <laughs> that you can. I, I know that's got to be the fun part of these things: is the comments at the end. Oh, you were completely wrong about that, you idiot! It's like, <laughs> yeah, get ready, Lex. <laughs> people are gonna comment. People moron. are gonna give you their opinion whether you wanted it or not. Well, you know that's it's uh that's the way it works when you put it out there, right? But it's a. Um, but yeah, we've, <clears throat> we've already been kind of dancing around the subject a few times here, but, um, yeah. So one thing that wasn't in the water cooler, but it was kind of, I wanted to chat about, and we've already been chatting about it for a long time, but, you know, I think I'll, I'll kind of start and preface this, uh, this portion of the podcast by saying, you know, this is talking about starting a corporation and just being in a corporation. Um, you know, when I started nascent mercantile back, I don't even know, I think we're on like day a hundred or something like that. I, we've, we've that threshold um like we had no plan like there was a plan the plan was to go after margin right so it was kind of like if we can produce consumables uh below margins and like so these so if everybody's input is eventually like very low margins that we can produce like lots of consumables at very very rock bottom prices right and some corporations i know that exist out there have been able to do this I never was able to crack this egg. I never understood how it kind of functioned. We tried it. We gave it like a good crack. We were just like, okay, let's try to figure this out and, and see what we can do. It, it never worked. Uh, we just simply couldn't figure out like how one and yeah. So we, we decided not to do it. It sounds simple like in theory, but it's a lot harder than it looks. And so then eventually, so with no real plan, so that was our plan and that turned out not to be the great plan or whatever, but then it kind of turned into, yeah, let's go after a market maker, right? And that was kind of our, I don't know if that was the time that you joined the Lex or if you remember. Yeah, that our, was, yeah you, had, you had just decided to move away from the battery thing you were doing. Like oh, you, you so decided... see, okay, so this would have been, so. So, okay, so what happened was, yeah, that was our first, well, actually, yes, that was our first market maker that we were trying to figure out was we were like, oh, let's go after this CBL, the large capacitor bank uh, battery. Yeah, we, we do have now plans essentially to go, like we're going after this next, and then we're probably our, sort of our end goal and our end game goal right now is to go after ship production. But that's just like our end game going. So like our end game goal right now is to produce ships for everybody in our corporation. So ship, 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 ship. But then our real end game goal is to produce parts on mass. So we produce lots of parts and start flooding markets with various parts and people. We kind of have a parts junkyard market essentially, right? So, and the problem, so one of the big things that we realized and maybe uh, Lex, if you want to chime in here, but it really was that idea that, um, you know, we knew that we needed a lot of liquidity, right? Because if we were going to start locking up massive amounts of liquidity on parts in the parts market, we knew we needed like millions and millions of dollars to kind of keep everything liquid, right? Um, and and that would have presented problems if we didn't have that liquidity. So that's why we're going yeah. after liquidity first. 
Yeah, there's basically two approaches, right? You can either build it yourself or you can pay someone to build it. And you, and then when you pay someone to build it, there's sort of the on-demand, oh, I've, I've built the capacity to do it, I'm going to. But the thing we're talking about, and it's very much an in-game goal, I think, in a lot of ways, is creating enough liquidity and interest in the market that the suppliers feel like they can actually make a steady profit it's building true. the chain. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, because it's hard to get to those stages. And from what I can tell, most of the people in the shipbuilding are, are pretty much established players that have the ability. And there's a few things there that require you got to go out to some planet that has some rare material and you got to put a base down and you got to produce that raw material and you got to bring it back and you got to build a whole bunch of inputs in the middle and then you can finally produce the ship part that's that's a tough chain to do and so someone who's going to do that chain needs a steady supply they need to know that they're going to stay busy now some of them that you know with the upgrades i think really helped with that i think there's less of an issue but in general just having the ability to put enough money on the market so that and it's not about lowering prices or anything it's just okay, supply to the market and the market will produce. Because, you know, I really think that the, the biggest limitation in the game that's not a new player thing is the challenges of everybody's got two ships, right? Or to, for much of the, most of the game. And I've described the whole game as essentially like a medieval pre-industrial economy where no one can really scale not to full levels. Your base has a maximum size. You want to do it again. You got to put another base. Then you got supply in between. And in between, you have a limited amount of ability to move things. Ships are one of the big ways to get around that problem and allow players to open up larger and more complex supply chains. But if you actually look at the number of ships on the shipyard, it's not that great. And so there's a big difference between the amount of ships the game really needs and the amount of ships the game has. And if we could solve that, I think we've really contributed in a key way to the game. Yeah, well, no, hundred uh, percent. You, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. That's definitely, I think, why we decided to go after ships and and all this jazz. And so, we are a little bit of a different corporation. And I think one of the things that's, um, I don't know, it, it's something that definitely we're working on. It's a challenge that I faced, and it's a challenge that I think a lot of people face when they enter you know, our corporation and our discord is they're kind of like, so what are you guys doing? Like, right. Like what's going on and like, what's happening and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, I don't want to like give away the farm because there is people that just like apply, like hit the application thing. And then they like leave like three days later. Right. Like I see that happen and it's like, okay, like I don't want that person to know what we were doing. Right. I don't want to be like, this is it. In the same stroke, it's like, I definitely want to reward those people that are eager, that are willing to think, but the big thing is, is like, I tell those like people that are really eager. Cause we've had some, uh, like I've, I've interacted Lex with a lot of like very like eager people like yourself and myself that I'm just like, okay, like calm down. Like, just like take a breath. Like this game is, it's <laughs> welcome. It's welcome, to your, welcome to your first five days. Yay. <laughs> like, welcome to the game. And it's like, and then they just like, like snooze almost to some degrees. It's like, I'm like, yeah, like this game is that, right? Um, but yep. it's, and so one thing that we lack is we lack communication with underst with giving people, like telling people what we do and stuff like that. But in the same stroke, I mean, that's why we also did the videos. I think that's the big thing is why we started doing the videos and, and made the videos happen was because we're like, yeah, we definitely need to teach people at least how to play play this game to some degree, but not maybe give them all our plans necessarily. Well, and 
Look, uh, the the great thing about a corporation is a sense of purpose. <laughs> you, you and I have both played Factorio, right? Which is a game that rewards. Yeah, you can win the game in a couple of weeks, but there's these big objectives. And you know, I, it took me five six months to get to a full mega base. Watched a crazy all twenty seven seasons of the original Doctor Who, which was quite an adventure. <laughs> I got stories yes. about that one, but, yes. but uh, you know, it was one of those deals where I, my I had to go to California for the job, and so I'd fly back to see my wife every week after yeah, a month yeah. for a while. Right, so it was tough. But in the evenings, I'd I'd play Factorio, and you know, it's the journey, it's the experience, it's the it's a sense of achieving things. Corporations add that layer, but this is a sandbox game. And and you by yourself, if you're just playing by yourself, you're missing out on two thirds of the game. And you know, I wouldn't say our plans are in stone or always figured out. I'd say a lot of times it's people talk, listen, ideas. Uh, I would say we continue to change. Like I, I was probably, I think I'm taking more time to get to like a market maker type of business than just get the infrastructure in place to do all the other things. Like that's been probably my biggest learning. Well, is you know, that's, that's happened. Right. And one thing I've thought of, like, really, you talk, yeah, you talk about roles, right. And going into various roles that you, that you make for yourself or that you kind of find yourself getting kind of etched into. And one thing that I've been kind of thinking and drumming up is like having, I don't even know, like having not just myself in, I don't know, a position of leadership in the corporation to some degree, like have, have players take on some level of responsibility to some degree. But I'm like in the same structure, it's like, I don't really want to be like one of those wacky corporations. It's like, Oh, we got like seven levels of bureaucracy. Right. And it's like, but in the same stroke, it's like, I think a little bit of organization would give this corporation some like, I don't know, zest maybe. What's your thoughts? Yes. No. Do you think I'm I think it's more track? No, no, I, 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 but that the problem with leadership roles and, and any corporation is it's a volunteer thing, right? You have to have it people is. that are, interested. but, uh, but I still <laughs> yeah, think I'm not that paying anybody. <laughs> I do think that the thing that you've hit on though, and, and, and one of the things you asked, that you did well, I think was the, here's what our plan is, here's what we're doing. And you added some cute visuals that I would, I, I wish I could do half the visuals you did in that just one little picture you showed, right? And it, it's, it's small stuff, but, it gives purpose. It gives clarity. Uh, people understand. And so, yeah, if, if organization is needed to improve a step or get something done in a way that people will follow, then you add that layer. You just don't add it just to add it. And you don't add it just to give people things to do. People are busy enough. But if there is actual like need, sure, go, go ahead and do it. it and, you know, I, I think you'll see people that step up is, is my feeling on that. I That's think just so. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and give people direction, right? Like, because people are like, what do I do? Like, what should we do? And stuff like that. Like, I definitely, like, if we did the credit union, like, if we did that, like, definitely we would need people to kind of help out and broker that, right? That there'd be people that would be part of this hedge fund, essentially, that you can invest in hedge fund credit union slash kind of thing, right? Where it's like, you know, we definitely will need people to help out with that to some degree. And, and there will be actual, like, bureaucracy behind that. Funny enough, our corporation really isn't bureaucratic. Like, you know, at least I've hope I've hope I like everybody. Yes, it's like is this pairs corporation? Sure, yes. But in the same stroke, I hope I haven't made that like like abundantly clear to everybody. Like I hope I've definitely made it everybody's corporation. 
Um, I'm just here to facilitate and guide, right? That's what I've always kind of said to people, and that's really you, what I'm what I'm here to do. You um, paid. You paid for a planet. Yeah, named it, and you didn't even use it, which is a rare sign, right? That that's <laughs> I laugh about it, but it's like the ego is not there, right? You no sunk cost fallacy, no ego involved. So those, are, I think that's the key thing. I, I I don't see any. It's just my own experience in the corporation. I don't see any sense of of you know you got to do this or, or leave. And you know if things get big and complicated, maybe there'll have to be some structure, but. We're not even close to there yet. And besides, no. when you make one move a day, it, you don't, you know, it's, no. it's not the military. And right? like, we, we yeah, and it's funny too, because it, it's weird because I'm coming off of actually like a competitive, uh, we did competitive speed running in Destiny 2. I was part of a, a fire team in Destiny 2 speed running. Um, I was also in a competitive raid group for pff, four years. I did like competitive raids. So in all these things, you might be like, oh, wow. So why isn't like pair like super this? Like why isn't pair like super strict or very much like you must do this? Like this is it. It's like, cause like, I just, I just like, I, this isn't there. There's no competitive thing to this game. It's a very chill, mellow, you know, you could, you could crack a cold one, sit back and watch this thing like, you know, happen. Right. Uh, it's like watching, I don't know. So it's that kind of game. Now, but you're right in the sense that, like, if we ever did provide services, I think that's kind of it, right? Like, if we ever did go to a shipyard, I would want somebody that's in charge of shipyard stuff, right? Somebody in charge of the credit union and somebody in charge of this, right? Um, but and these roles would be, it's more of, like, these would have responsibility to them. But in the same stroke, it's like we still we'll, we still wouldn't like force anybody to do that. We wouldn't be like, you must do this now, right? It's like no, it's like, do you want to do this? Is this would you find this fun, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I definitely you'll see we'll see structure probably when we get to some of the more complicated things because yeah, I do think the supply chains for the really complicated stuff is going to take organization. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think that's a problem we have to deal with today. <laughs> today, just getting players so that everybody has enough money and are getting their cool bases. That's that's where we're at. So, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And it'll be interesting that you know, hear ourselves talk about this now, and then maybe like in a year from now, it's like, you know, we listen back on this and be like, oh, how naive we were. Smoking, <laughs> smoking our cigarettes, and you know. Talking about the little people and their little one base starts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm on my seventieth base. I got seven hundred chips. <laughs> well, here's a fun here's a fun stat for you. So I was while you were talking, I was actually uh looking up some little f- fun facts. So I told my friend, uh my friend Nikolai that I mentioned, he I got him in this game, but he's not interested in joining a corporation. But I think he does listen to this podcast, so um, and I told him I had about $800,000 in equity. Uh, and that was August 24th. I told him that it's September 15th and I'm currently at 1.4 million in equity. And that just proves that proves that like exponential, like curve that like, as soon as you start really making money, it's like what you what took you like two months to make now takes you like a week to make kind of thing. Uh, and that will go up until you hit the logistics barriers, right? And then yeah. you have to kind of figure out what to do. 
Yeah, exactly. But, well, hopefully the money thing fixes the logistics. <laughs> well, um, it's, it, it won't hurt, right? No. And so, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, I know we kind of deviated there, but I, I definitely hope that kind of gave you guys like an insight into how we started as a corporation and like where we are. Like, it's not, it's not a simple like, oh yeah, like Pear had a plan. It's like Pear didn't have a plan. Pear listened to everybody else and we've, we have deviated. I wouldn't say we've deviated, but we've definitely like, I would say it's a journey. Like we've taken this journey together and now we're making the first few steps on this mission that we've kind of charted for ourselves, um, which is fantastic. And I mean, it's funny as we chart, even as we chart it, we're making other moves and other, other maneuvers. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of tough because all these newer players that are coming into our corporation, we're getting a lot of newer players and it's fantastic. A lot of applicants, um, has been though, the fact that, um, you know, when they join in, they, and even if they, even if they go all the way to becoming part of our corporation, that they feel that they don't have a stake in the game. Right. It's like this wasn't my plan. Right. This was everybody else's plan, which is unfortunate because that is going to be one of the problems that we are going to actually start facing Lex as a corporation is we're no longer going to be like a startup. Right. Eventually we will be a bigger corporation. So we no longer have that kind of fun startup mentality. And so a lot of newer players are like, okay, well, what makes your corporation different than so and so's corporation? Right. And that's going to be an interesting. uh, We're actually. Funny enough, I don't know if you knew this. Like, I don't know if you've taken a look as of late, Lex. But, um, like, we are one of the bigger discords now in the faction Discord. Did you know that? I'm a little, I shouldn't be too surprised, but no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually one of the bigger ones. <laughs> no, and it's just because, like, we're active, right? We, we've right. definitely kind of raised the signal flag that we're very much still active and engaged in the community and the game. Well, you're, you're you know, you're youtube personality you know your, your what is a c-list personality now on youtube or d-list you know you, people notice yeah oh okay <laughs> just I, I don't have any you have the my son is a streamer he's right, he's right, got right. like 63 followers you i think you're at like five or six hundred you, you've already jumped way past what most people do so you know <laughs> the reality is is that in this particular space there aren't a lot of content creators no, and you are one of the more active ones, and I, I, I could I could laugh a little bit about it, but the simple fact of the matter is is that um, if I was starting the game and I was coming in externally, you're probably one of the people I would have you know caught onto pretty quickly, and and that will help in growth for sure. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, and that's you're right. I mean, it's no accident. Like I work in marketing, right? Like I understand a lot about you know. I mean, it's my job, right? That's how I make my living is marketing. And so it's like, yeah, just like pumping in the corporation name every time I, it's not by accident. Like it's definitely like every time I'm like, make sure to pump in the corporation, join nasonmercantile.com. I actually, we don't have a .com, but um, uh, yeah. And so, you know, I've kind of given an outline as to the starting in a corporation and where we're going as a corporation. You know, we've chatted about being a city, kind of our some of our kind of more business side projects that people will probably steal. Um, but there's plenty of room in this market. There's, oh, there's lots is. and there's yeah. lots of niches to be. Fit. Yeah, if somebody stole our idea, we'd be flattered. But um, you know, so Lex, what is what is your thoughts about the you know? 
you're not talking you're not talking to Perry. You're talking to the audience. What is your thoughts about being in a corporation? Like not from a pairs listening standpoint, but like what is what is kind of your honest thoughts about being in the corporation? Where do you think we are headed as a corporation? Like, what can we do better? What are we doing good? Things like that. So I definitely am very glad to be in one. It, it, it adds a lot to the game experience. Just I've learned a lot from other people. I throw out my opinions all the time, but the thing that I think people don't always realize is that I want them challenged and, and it's good when people challenge them. Cause then I, I, then I figure out all the stupid ideas I had. So there's a, there's a pleasure from that side of it. There's the social experience. I enjoy the plants. Yeah. The plants are going to take a while to get there, but the journey is the part I really enjoy. Right. It's, and so we have those things and that's, that's to me, that's the really great part. It, this is this is a sandbox game. It is what you make of it. And so having a larger plan than just, oh, I'm going to go make some money on a weekend because you're just going to pile up more money. You know, just eventually you're just you're going to accumulate all the money there is in the game or you're going to sell into market makers and create more. That's that's what's going to happen if you keep playing. And that's not in and of itself enough, at least not for me. So the experience of, hey, we're going to go and put a base here and try this, or we're going to talk to somebody over there. Those are the parts of the game that really add to the experience because the rest of it is just figure out a logistics chain, make money. And and there's tons of games you can do that in. So to me, the corporate aspect probably triples the experience for me and makes it considerably more complete. And that's that's true. I think the challenge is we're a young corporation. I don't think we have, I would love for us to have more of the really experienced players. I think that's the, yeah. the weakness of the corporation is we're all pretty new. And I think we occasionally make a really bad idea. It's like one of the things, like one of the things I like about compound is he, he knows a lot of things. He knows a lot of things I don't know. And so when he comes up with an idea, it's usually from a, a reservoir of experience and knowledge I don't have. Yeah. And can and can save a step or avoid a problem. It's like so many of the things that were wrong with our plans was just not understanding that there was this barrier that we didn't know about or hadn't thought about. And then we say it and like, oh, wait a second, that, that barrier is really screwing us up. How are we going to go around that barrier? And we have to change plans. That's normal, right? But having, I would love to have some more experienced players. That's that's not to discourage any new players. You're all welcome, but but I would love to have some some elders in the room that could really provide some. Hey, this is how, this is the parts of the game you just don't know. Like you haven't played enough, you don't know how this thing works. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I look forward to maybe you becoming a governor because that'll add another layer to your knowledge base. Yeah. And you can come back, right? Just some things just have to be learned and experienced. <clears throat> and I'll give you an example of a value. Uh, the Discord you introduced me today, I, lots of people are on it. You know, it's easily, you know, a good portion of all the players in the game that are playing are sitting on the United Faction Operations Discord, right? Yeah. And it's out there. Well, I didn't know about that to today. I've been playing for three months and clueless little me just didn't even know it was there. And there's a bunch of players on it. So a good portion of all the players in the game are actually currently sitting on this Discord. Or at least the you know the number of people on this versus the number in the game isn't isn't too different. And you look at that and it's like, wait a second, you know, there's there's all these little pieces of information that I just didn't have access to. That's one of the things I think corporations have really brought me. It's like I didn't know there was a channel talking about what's going on on Malhat. I would have no clue in the world. 
Yeah. And well, that yeah, so, that's the weird thing is that there isn't like uh, the UI. You talk about improvements, like the UI needs a way first of all to like search up planets in the map. Like I think that's that would be yeah. so critical, like to the success of this game. <laughs> Weirdly enough, little things like that. But then also having like a like yeah like a comms like that. What if you did want to just? What if you wanted to keep apprised of a planet's goings abouts, right, in a comm channel? Because you were maybe thinking of migrating there, right? You have no way of communicating with anybody on that planet, let alone the governor or let alone who it is. Like, so you really have to guess unless you were to have a Discord like we do, right? So that's why I, that's why it's very valid of what I said at the very beginning of this podcast, where it's like this half the game is the game the other half is discord like you need those components like to play this game yep i i this is one of those games that's played with people <laughs> and to me that's the biggest thing about corporations it's played with people yeah and you know you can play it solo that's not an invalid way to play the best but thing you know what lex the best thing you said to me was when we had our kind of like so me and lex had like a chat a long, uh, not long ago, but it was like a few months ago, and it was like, yeah, Lex is a cool dude. And um, <laughs> what happened was you said something about because I had, a, I, we were chatting about my doubts. I was chatting about my doubts with you about being in a corporation, like, you know, like, like, uh, like leading a corporation. That was it. I had some doubts about leading the corporation and what I should do. And you kind of said that, like, people are here to play with other players. That was like very profound. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, if, yeah, if you're not here to play with other players, like, why are you here? Right. And, and, and that's, it's fine. There's a certain percentage of people are just going to want to play the game solo. And, and that they is are. a valid way to play the game. But the game, I, I, you know, you can play, uh, what is it? X4 foundations. If you just want to build an empire by yourself in a game, there's, like four or five games you can do that in already the this game is done as a as a community with an interactive market and other people involved in corporations and one of the things i think that they did very very well in this game and i i complain about the new player experience but there is some wisdom to the complex supply chains and the need for people to build things for each other like that yeah. is actually that's a good thing uh, Well, and funny enough, those are going to be, you know, I think, was it you that mentioned it or somebody else in the corporation was chatting about, oh, I think it was somebody else that's no longer in the corporation was chatting about this, but about like the idea about patents and like how we build our products are going to be our patents, essentially. Like, like, I don't actually know what you mean. Uh, This is an interesting topic. So... Well, okay. So to build like a CBL, for instance, we made a chemical compound of this planet, this planet, this planet, does this, 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 does this, 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 right? And that's how we build our CBLs. And that is proprietary information that we hold as a corporation. Because then you, as another person, could come along and build it a whole other different way. There's a million different combos of how to build it, right? And so it'll be interesting to see... Oh, dude, this... Oh, geez. <laughs> I hit my mic. I have a separate mic that I use to record my voice. Um, it'll be just wild to see how 
Oh, dude. <laughs> How, um, like, various corporations are going to figure out cheaper ways to build ships. And there's going to be, like, actual research. That, that would be good. Isn't that, that going to be wild? Yeah. So, so I'm no, assuming think you're about talking... that. Think about that. Are, are... Like, so are I... these things that they're going to change? That's actually like mind-blowing. These... Like, these things they're going to make? I'm curious. Is it like a change they're making to the game, or is just, are we... Like, I am actually don't know what you're talking about, which is interesting. Okay, is like well, like, upcoming... so a production chain. So a production chain... Yes. Yes. ...has various... So, so there's many different silicone planets in the universe. Yeah, you could yes, pick any of them to produce your silicon, right? And that silicon will come at a cost of this and that, right? To do that silicon. And then you ship it to somewhere else to make silicon metal, right? So the thing is, is the way you do it and the way I do it might be slightly different, right? And yep. one comes under a cost of another one. And yep. so I want you, so that's just one example of a true, like, like, uh, and, and, and like an absolutely insane amount of parts, right? To build a ship, yep. right? And so it'll be interesting to see how people research. Dude, I've actually never considered this ever. This is actually mind blowing. How people are going to start researching how to build ships cheaper, like pour hours into it because then they can figure out how to sell their ships at a margin cheaper than another person's. Think about that. So I, I worked for a big retailer, the biggest at one point, and that's basically how they made their business. That Yeah, dude. That's... Yeah, they, they, oh, they my knew, goodness. They knew how to deliver the product cheaper than anybody else. Dude, I am doing, I'm doing a YouTube video about that. I'm doing a YouTube video about that. That's a done deal. That is actually a mind-blowing topic. It it's it's logical. You know, of course, you know, as as a machine learning guy, I'm sitting in the back of my head, oh great, somebody's gonna, you know, somebody's gonna feed all this data in the machine and oh, come out it. with an optimal yeah. plan. But you know, the the reality is is that hopefully it'll still for at least a little while be one of those little things that players figure out for themselves. Yeah. And dude, it's gonna be insane. To the game. So Wow. Jeez Louise. We'll have to maybe do a whole other separate podcast on that topic alone. Um, do you get what I'm saying though, right? Like you understand what I'm I, saying? Actually I do. Yeah. It took okay, me a little uh, while. Like, yeah, if you don't yeah. get what I'm saying, I'm wondering if the audience gets what I'm saying. No, no. It, 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 what, you're, what you're getting at, and I'm going to paraphrase to make sure I get it, is essentially that the choice of planets and the way you run the logistics is you, you have to still do the same parts, but everybody has different logistics steps to get to complicated outputs and the knowledge of the most efficient way to do that is a competitive advantage somebody else Correct. has got to figure it out yeah bingo bango isn't that cool yeah. isn't that cool it is and, and i've it, never thought about it that like that but that's actually a reality so i will give the devs tremendous credit for that's so wild the the i think the the middle game supply structure and the layers it's a little it's it's not as filled out as I would like, but there is, there's some really interesting steps in the middle of how to go to those complicated things that I'm really looking forward to working through as, as I get to the ability to do that. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. And 
you know, corporation that's able to solve those kind of problems. Because right now it's all just supplying yourself with the basic materials and getting production chains and all started. But when it really comes down to building the big fancy stuff and supplying it in the large amounts, that's that's going to be an interesting challenge. I really do look yeah. forward to that. Damn, dude. That's insane. Never considered that. Oh, well, dude, it's almost coming up on the two hour mark. Wow. We have just covered topic to topic to topic. Uh, is there anything else that any, any closing remarks to my guest? No, it was a, it was a pleasure being here and I uh, look forward to chatting again. Yeah, no, dude, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, this has been CPR and Lex. Uh, definitely, if you guys are interested in uh, what we were chatting about, about in the uh, CPAIR, what is it? Uh, Pair Talks Prun podcast Discord. Uh, oh, I think Metalog is in the general voice chat of that. Dis- what? What is he doing there? No, no, no. It's in this Discord. Um, but uh, yeah, hop over to that Discord. There's a channel called the Water Cooler. Where, yeah, it's just uh, it's a kind of a free-for-all if you have a topic to discuss about Prosperous Universe, uh, economics, things like that, tier one, tier two, tier three markets, crazy hot tips about new ideas, uh, or talk about what we've just been chatting about, uh, definitely, um, yeah, definitely reach out. Um, yeah, is there is there anything before we end this podcast, Lex, you've just been an absolute pleasure the last two hours, dude, this two hours is just freaking blown by a million miles an hour. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to discuss before we end this? Anything you'd like to plug? Anything like that? No, I, I if they've, if somebody's suffered through this entire thing, <laughs> everything they need to hear. It really was a pleasure doing this, but no, I, I, you've covered the big thing, which is we're a pretty cool corporation. You know, if you're interested in joining, I, I definitely uh, recommend giving it a shot and uh, just, Hope everybody has a good time. Yeah. No, thanks, Lex. I appreciate it. Well, I'm going to end the podcast there. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, yeah, tune in next time as we discuss whatever the heck we decide to discuss about. So thanks for listening, guys. Catch you around. And I'm going to end my recording right there. There we go. Well, thanks, Lex. That was fun, man.